Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. As you notice, we're having the podcast a day late, about a dollar short. Uh, I was up in Omega on my cell phone, house up here in the hills of state New York. And uh, I've got two bars, so hopefully this records. If not, we'll try it when I get home. Um, so today is the weekly weather for uh, this week, <laughs> September 28th through the end of the, the end of the, the end of the month, uh, and into the beginning of next month. So what we find with the weekly weather today is Mercury is stationing to go retrograde uh, on the 27th and saying, "Okay, okay, I'm stopping, and I'm going to go retrograde at 25:28 Libra." And I'm a, I'm a Virgo, so, you know, we're going retrograde. We're all moving backwards. So we had a little reunion of astrologers last weekend at Omega. It was wonderful. We had a great time. And then I extended with some of the people that I had gone on the trip to Italy with last year at 19. And we came up here to lovely Woodstock, had a great meal at Kachina. And one of my students' clients, kind of people, had said, oh, when you go to Woodstock, you should go to Kachina. That's where I had my rehearsal dinner. So we were like, okay, so let's try Katrina. And I wanted to say we had a great meal, amazing, uh, which, you know, good little Virgo loves her food. And then we are up here at my friend Judy's house hanging out and having their ball. Everybody left. I'm home alone with the dogs, Ivy and Remy, uh, and doing the podcast. Judy's off getting inspected, getting her boiler inspected. Merriman's on her way to her plane. And the world is swirling forward. So the energy of the week is very fast moving, even though Mercury stopped because we're getting ready to have all the outer planets go direct. Now, what's going to happen the next, over the next few months, because they've been going backwards. So when we get to October 6th, we're going to have a new moon that's a very, very powerful new moon, which we'll cover a little more next week. But the new moon is the sun and the moon and Mars in Libra, and they're all in conjunct Uranus. And they are the day that Pluto stations to go forward. Uh, and Pluto's, it's October 6th, and so Pluto's going to turn and shift. So we're getting ready for that. And we know the five days before an outer planet shifts is the stationary period. So we know this week is going to be full, 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 full of all sorts of news and all sorts of revelations. Now, Mercury's been in his shadow since September 7th, 8th, when he passed 10 degrees. And now he stopped. So think of all the things that's happened in your life since Mercury entered Libra and entered his retrograde shadow September 7th, right? A lot of stuff, a lot of news, found out a lot of stuff. Last week might have had some rocking and rolling arguments because Mercury was squaring Eris, was opposing Eris and squaring Pluto. So he stops this week and he does that again. <laughs> He's just going back in for another round with Eris and squares Pluto part two, and then he will have a third and final version. So there's this contentious energy, but it's really important for you to pay attention to what you're learning. Uh, a lot of times when Mercury delivers information, he does it in a way that makes us go, ooh, you know, that's interesting. But this time he's delivering information in a more harsh manner because he's answering to Venus and Scorpio. And Venus is in Scorpio uh, making aspects. She's running from 18 to 26 Scorpio this week, but she is, um, you know, she's really full of digging out the secrets, digging out the dirt. You may have had 
conversation with someone where you found out some stuff. You may have learned, oh, wow, I didn't know that was going on. You know, we had the mill- the book, the Woodward book come out, Woodward and Costas, I think, the peril. <laughs> like they called the Chinese and said, hey, you know, if we bomb you, we'll warn you. I mean, I'm like, really? This was going on behind the scenes? But it also, think about the revelations in your life, the things you found out. Now, you may have watched it, too. You may have, you know, you may have Mercury in a place where you see other people having revelations. But the idea is learning new stuff, seeing stuff you hadn't seen before and having that aha moment, right? So that's an important component of this week because Mercury stops and he goes backwards now. This is also the week when your ghosts come. So here I was uh, at the conference, Judy, who was in Italy, but she went to Boston, drove him home to Boston, and um, Merriman were there. And then we came up here and we hung out with Elaine and Judy. So, it, it, you know, it was kind of a little mini reunion, people I hadn't seen in a while. And physical, you know, I'd text or email. And then I got to meet a lot of clients, you know, a lot of people that were clients or people that listened to this podcast. So it was very nice. They come over and say, "Oh, listen to your podcast." I'd say, "Drop your mask so I can see your face," because <laughs> we were COVID compliant, and it was really wonderful to meet all these people. That you know, I know through you know through me through this, and I know you you know you coming over and saying, "Hey, you know, thanks. I love your podcast." So it was it was very much like connecting with new friends and meeting people, and then you know, a couple of my my favorite people from New York were there. Um, you know, Joanne and Stacy and Maria and, you know, it was like a little, a little clump at, you know, so it was wonderful to see people and get to know them, you know, and some people I had never met, uh, you know, before, but meeting them and talking to them and just having a really nice connecting time. So you want to kind of watch for that energy. The universe wants you to connect with new people and old people that help you move your life forward, right? That help you say, okay, this is the direction I'm heading. This is what's important to me. This is how I'm going to get there. And uh, I will say, and I'll, I'll do it not probably like today or tomorrow, but a couple of people asked, I did a couple lectures at that workshop and I'll load them up so people can access them and let you know where they are too as a listener. I did a lecture on Pluto's uh, return, which a couple of people were like, oh, I wish that was recorded. I'm like, I recorded it. So if the recording came out okay, I will put that up and let you all know where it is because we are going to have the Pluto return of the United States next year. So I talked a little bit about that and did a, a like a half hour presentation. So I'll put that up for everybody to access. Um, but yeah, I want to think about all the news, the stuff you found out last week that means you have to take action. And then this week, when we get to, when we get to this week, everything slows down because Pluto's going to station to go direct on the 6th. Right behind him, Saturn goes direct on the 10th. So this next couple weeks, bumpy, bumpy, but also forward motion. So if you've been feeling like, gee, I want to get stuff going, I want to get stuff out there, I'm feeling like I don't have a direction, I'm feeling like, uh, what do I do? This, this is an important week for working with that forward motion energy and really feeling like things start to take off. Um, and so if we uh, work with the energy and kind of go forward, or you find out stuff that, oh, I didn't know that. I, now I have to fix that because it is a retrograde. There's oftentimes things up here that you, you need to learn about or you need to reconnect with or rediscover. And we're going to have the retrograde for 21 days. That's how long retrogrades are. Um, and then he will station again at, at 10 degrees of Libra and go forward 
clearing his shadow November 7th. So we have quite a bit of Mercury playing with us, whether it's, in my case, I left my cell phone charger at Roe, <laughs> and I, you know, was uh, having a good time last night, so I didn't do the show. I mean, I knew I wasn't making the 6 o'clock, but when it got to be like 10, we were having this deep conversation and doing tarot card readings. I was like, you know what, I think I'm just going to do the show in the morning. I'm, you know, going to have my uh, strawberry rhubarb pie and play with the cards. So the energy of wanting to kick back, wanting to not follow the rules, wanting to be a little rebellious. Remember, Uranus is still on a world point. Uh, he's at 14 Taurus. He's going retrograde, but he's at 14 Taurus, and when he gets, finally gets off of it, but this week he has a sextile to Athena. So he's really helping us understand and learn new things because of that sextile and that forward motion energy that he brings, um, or not forward motion that Uranus brings, but the forward motion of revising the strategies, looking at the strategies and saying, well, that was a plan, but it doesn't appear to be working well, so let me try another. The other feature of this week is Venus trining Neptune, and that happens on the 29th. So that's generally kind of a, ooh, that's nice, I like that, that's fun. And then right behind it, Venus and Scorpio squares Jupiter. So there's this trying to Neptune, which is like, this is my new dream, or this is a vision of my dream, or this is something I'm inspired by, Neptune, right? And then when it squares Jupiter, it's a nice overdoing energy. So Venus and Scorpio squaring Jupiter in Aquarius is an overdoing energy, and of course they're squaring at that degree of 22, which is very important from last year when Pluto and Saturn were there, and Jupiter and Pluto were there, so we have a nice energy of uh, uh, kicking things off, helping things move forward. And then Venus meets up with the nodes of fate on October 1st, so you want to watch who you meet then, because when she meets up with the nodes of fate by declination, which means she's on the same level as them, she says, oh, let's maybe try that. So pay attention to who you meet on the 1st, and then... Uh, and then and then on the second, Venus in Scorpio has a sextile to Pluto in Capricorn. So Venus, the reason we're paying attention to Venus is the sun is in Libra, right? Mercury's in Libra. Mars is in Libra. They're all talking to Venus. She's their boss. So while last week she was a little contentious and a little crabby and picking fights with everybody and arguing and yelling and screaming and whatever version that was in your life, or being upset about something or learning news about something. This week, she's like, all right, we have a little fight at the beginning of the week when Mercury goes through uh, Eris and Pluto on the 1st, but she's clear. She knows what she wants. Now, Venus went into Scorpio on Friday the 10th of September. So since the 10th of September, Venus has been very passionate. And she's getting towards the end of Scorpio, but she's still got a little, 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 little stuff to stir uh, we always call her the stuff stirrer. <laughs> Replace the word with an SH and you kind of get the idea. But yeah, so Venus is stirring the stuff. And when we look at her energy, one of the things we know that she wants to do is she wants to bring things to the surface. I remember at one point in Scorpio Swamps, I remember at one point being in California and we went to the La Brea Tar Pits. And of course, the, the it was kind of like quicksand, but it was tar, you know, but the animals fell in it. And then they would be preserved. So they had this museum of all these dead mammoths, you know, like big rhinoceros, not rhinoceroses, big elephants, big whatever. And then they had a murder victim who had been thrown into the La Brea Tar Pits. Somebody had whacked her on the head. And so they, and I remember walking by and going, okay, so thousands of people walk by you every day and know you were killed but have no idea who you were. 
It's a, it's a very Scorpio Venus kind of thing. Yeah, I'm going to kill you and throw you in the tar pit. So the Venus in Scorpio is very intense. You know, she's got an intense energy. She's very passionate. She likes what she likes. And then she doesn't like what she doesn't like. So I want you to really tune into your passions because she's running the sky right now. And sometimes you're passionate. Oh, it's fabulous. And sometimes you're passionate. Oh, that's not fabulous. Both are right. Both are right. And we're negotiating with passion this week. That's, that's the theme of the week. Negotiate with your passion or renegotiate with your passion because maybe you already negotiated with them and now you're going to renegotiate with them. So uh, the sun this week goes between 3 Libra and 10 Libra. So every planet in your chart between 3 and 10 degrees will receive a blessing from the sun. The sun has a, um, a sextile and a trine to the nodes of fate on the 26th, so it's important to see who you pay attention to who you met uh, over the weekend or in time. Then the sun is going to come and trine Saturn. That's going to happen on the 29th, which is kind of a forward motion energy for, um, you know, connection and relationships and stuff like that. The sun also has a biquintile, which is a gift of brilliance, on September 30th. So you may come up with a brilliant idea on the 30th and be like, oh, my God, this is fabulous. Now, Venus, of course, is going to go retrograde in a little while. Um, and so she is in a semi-square uh, to the sun, right? So semi-square is a 45-degree angle. So she's in a semi-square on October 2nd. And what happens with that is, you know, Venus is, can never be more uh, than uh, 48, I think, 48, 46 degrees, either 46 or 48 degrees from the sun. And when she's in a semi-square, you know, it's a stressful aspect where Venus wants something and the sun is unable to provide it or perhaps unwilling to provide it. Both count, and that's an important component uh, of how this works. So when we're looking for Venus and the sun to have a little bit of a squabble, they're going to have a little argument on October 2nd about how to proceed or what's important. And Venus is the sun is parallel Mars, so how you're going to take particularly about things that wound you because the sun is uh, also opposite to Chiron. So the sun is in an interesting position this week because he wants to partner because he's in Libra, but he's in Venus and Scorpio who says, so what's the value of this partnership? Why would I do it? What's in it for me? Or I understand what's in it for me. You know, I know what's in it for you. So how about if we do this? She's, you know, she's a tough negotiator when she's in Scorpio. And if she's feeling paranoid, not good. You know, if you're feeling a little paranoid about stuff, I always say it doesn't mean you're wrong. Uh, and so the energy is, you know, pay attention to the paranoia feelings and kind of understand what they are. Now, in this case, because of the Mercury retrograde, they may be, it may be triggering an old thing from your past, right? Not a current thing. So when we see that, we go, oh, this is, this is not from now. This is from before, Oh, okay, because it's old, right? It's old. Swamps are old. That woman in the La Brea tar pits, you know, she was prehistoric. Not prehistoric, but certainly pre-us, right? So um, kind of understanding that energy of uh, what that transformation wants to take place. Um, Mercury this week, as we mentioned, is stationed to go retrograde. He's going from 25 to 22, not moving fast. But he gets to 22 at the end of the, on October 3rd, and he has a trine to Jupiter. So that's an opportunity to meet, re, meet 
to make some kind of agreement, make an agreement. And, of course, he stations retrograde on the 27th. Um, and then he has his opposition to Eris and his square to Pluto on the 1st of October. So whatever the fight was you had last week, you have round two this week. If you had a fight and if you had an experience, then we have round two this week. And then we'll have a round three, you know, at the end of the month when Mercury goes direct and goes back through these guys. Uh, Venus is running from 18 Scorpio to 25 Scorpio, so everything in your chart between 18 and 25, the degrees of the planets, the little guys with a degree after them, getting woken up by Venus this week. Uh, and she does, as I mentioned before, have that trying to Neptune on the 29th and the square to Jupiter on the 30th. So there's kind of an abundancy energy. And who does she meet on the 1st? Or who does she say, okay, we're changing our relationship? And she kind of comes into her power on October 2nd. So that's a good, that's a good energy. Uh, Mars this week is going from 8 Libra to 12 Libra. Um, and he is, um, he of course, in Libra is answering to Venus and Scorpio. Now, when Mars and Libra are in each other's signs, which both of them not, don't like, Mars doesn't like being in Libra, Venus doesn't like being in Scorpio, so that means the planets can act in a kind of disagreeable manner, but they also can get together and say, hey, why don't we have a collaboration? Why don't we work together? You do this, I'll, you know, I, I've got your favorite talents, you've got my favorite talents, let's swap talents. That's a phenomenon we call mutual reception, and it encourages the planets to um, act in a way that they have power, they have ability, they have uh, an opportunity to kind of step up. So Mars this week does have a um, you know, the health aspect with Eris, it was called the Quintichili, and he is only going from 8 Libra to 12 Libra. Um, so that's, a, that's kind of a, uh, not a lot of movement, but still, you know, kind of slow and steady. He also has uh, a little argument, argument with words on October 1st. Now, you've heard October 1st a few times, right? With Venus, we have it active with Mercury, with the fight too, and then we have Mars opposite Chiron, so it's words that wound. This is that first second, you want to watch for people saying things to you. Now, it may be a continuation of the story from the last couple of weeks, or it may be a new version or a new chapter, or it may be part next, but either way, if someone says something mean to you, I want you to think of the concept of projection. It is their story that they're giving to you. It's not necessarily your story, right? But it may, I mean, it could be. I'm not going to say you're completely off the hook. But a lot of times, you know, you're ba 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 ba, and you're kind of like, am I that? You know, and then let's say that gets said to you, and then you find out that that person has said it to five other people, and you know, they say, you know, he said that to me too, and you go, oh, he says that to everybody, um, and so then you know, don't spend a lot of money in therapy in it. You know, write the words down on a piece of paper, burn them. Write another set of words down on a piece of paper. Bring it to your therapist or bring it to a friend and say, you know, they said this to me. Uh, and, you know, what do you think? And you can say no. <laughs> I think that's not a, I think that's not true. Or I think, okay, that's true, but not, not really, right? So you want to um, measure the words. And, and if they're not coming from a loving place, measure them with love. Kind of say, okay, that's their issue they're giving to me or that's their vision, but do I have to listen to it? Remember, Meryl Streep was told she was a horrible actress and was too ugly to make it. Sam Waterstone was told you'll never make it because of your accent. Of course, he's hired for his accent and voice. 
when people say you can't, that's that person's version. Do not take it as the whole world. A lot of times one person says it to us and we believe it instead of watching the behavior. You know, uh, I've told this story before. I will tell it again. I was in a cab. I, you know, I was working in therapy on actions and words, the difference between them. Um, and, you know, you, they say whatever, but you've got to watch the behavior, which was one of my big learnings in this life. So I, when people come for a reading, I'm always like, well, what's the behavior? And, of course, astrology is about the behavior of the planets, right? But I'm in a cab. I'm going across town, and this guy pulls out in front of us, from a parking spot in front of us, clips the right bumper of the cab, takes out the light. I'm on the car. I saw him hit us. Guy in the street saw him hit us. Another guy across the street saw him hit us. So they both come over. The cops pull up. I mean, it's New York, right? 72nd Street, the cops pull up. And they're like, you know, you got 48 hours to report it, but why don't you handle it between the two of you? And the cops say to the guy, how much is the light, the driver? And the driver says, it's, you know, it's 200. And they say to the guy, why don't you give him 200 and it'll be handled, right? Or if not, you can't handle it, come and report it. So the cops drive off, and we're all there. I didn't do it. You hit me. I'm a stop spot. So clearly he hit us, right? The bag gets the 200 bucks, come back, gives it to the driver. Everybody disperses, we drive off. And the driver says, oh, man, I didn't hit him. He hit He He paid you. He, you know, he, but he told me, he, I had him, I said, I know, no, I know that, but he gave you the money, you, you were right, you were right, because you have the money proving that he hit you. He, he didn't get it, and I, I got, wow, the power of words versus actions. Our job this week is to pay attention to the words versus the actions, or pay attention to the actions versus the words. What are the actions, what are the words, let's figure out what that is. And then our job is to look and say, how do we feel about those actions and words? Because that's Mercury retrograde. He goes, well, these are the words. Those are the actions. What do you think? And you go, wow. And that's your space. That's the space you want to sit in. Wow. What do I think about that? That's really interesting. Or, huh, I don't really know what I think about that. Um, yeah, I don't have a clue. And then we stand in that space. Both of them are fine. Both of them are fine. But they're not mutually exclusive. They are interdependent or interconnected, so it's important to look at that interconnection. Uh, we did Mars. We did Saturn this week. He squares Vesta. Now, remember, Venus is in Scorpio, and Vesta now is in uh, Scorpio, so Vesta wants to clear out your house. So if you're throwing stuff away, you're going, I'm done with that, I'm done with this, I'm done with that, great aspect. Uranus in Taurus is sextiling uh, Athena, asking us to revise our strategies, come up with a new one. The nodes of fate are paralleling Athena. This is an opportunity to dream. You know, when I was talking to Merriman and Judy last night, we were sitting around in the living room having strawberry rhubarb pie and really delicious tea and hanging out with the dogs. Um, I love dogs. I really, you know, I have a cat and I love Remo, but I really love dogs. Every time I'm around dogs, I'm like, oh, I like you. You're so much fun. But we were talking, and Merriman's like, well, you have to vision it. You have to kind of think of what it is. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't really, I'm not like, you know, I'm, we're, we're talking about something I'm, I'm working on. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess I could do that. What would I, how would I do that? And I thought, well, you do it the way you tell clients to do it. You just sit and do it. I'm like, okay, I can do that. So it's really a week of thinking about 
what it is that's important to you to do, too. Because the energy is, where do you want to dedicate your time? And as the planets start to go forward, and they are going to really clip off, they go boom, 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 like a whole bunch of, like a necklace breaking. If you've ever wore beads around your wrist or necklace, and it cracks, and the beads just scatter everywhere. What's going to happen is all the planets that have been retrograde, they all go ding, 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 and turn direct over the next month and a half, two months, till we get to January, starting next week. Get ready, because you think it's going fast now. It's going to go really fast then. Um, So there's this very forward motion. This week the moon is in Gemini, and it is the closing aspect is a trine to Mercury, which is a lovely energy. And it goes trying to Mercury on, uh, leaves, leaves Gemini on the 28th. And then it enters um, into Cancer on 9.34 in the morning on the 28th. And then it's in Cancer until it goes void uh, September 30th, uh, 10.48 a.m. And it goes void with a square to Mercury. So Moon in Cancer, squaring Mercury in Libra, answering to Venus in Scorpio. Unexpected news that... Maybe you have an emotional reaction to. Then it enters Libra on September 30th at 8.53 p.m. I'm sorry, it enters Leo at 8.53 p.m. So it's void in the morning, void mainly all day on the 30th. These are East Coast times, 10.48 to 8.30, 8.53 p.m. The moon's void. And then it enters Leo on the 30th. And then it's in Leo until October 2nd when it goes void with a square to Venus. Moon in Scorpio, or moon in Leo, square Venus in Scorpio. So that's kind of an intense energy. And then it goes void from 7.42 on the 2nd until 4.37 a.m. until it enters Virgo on October 3rd. And then the go, it goes void, Virgo moon goes void trying to Pluto. So the week has hard closing aspects after the 28th. The, the moon in uh, the moon in Gemini trying uh, Mercury is a nice closing aspect, but the aspects when it's in Cancer and Leo both are hard, meaning they're squares, meaning there's an ending that's a little disagreeable or dis- dismissive or not uh, not happy. The bad the Donald the Donald Blanford days where we know we have a lot of activity and stress. October first, that's the big one this week. Uh, big, big energy, lots of change, lots of aha, lots of oh wow, that was that was kind of a little shocking, stunning, whatever. But you come out of it on the second and you feel better. Okay, but the first is the first is a little tough, and we also find um, that because the you know because the moon is in the balsamic phase, waning towards a new moon uh, next week on the sixth in Libra. That new moon is really powerful. We will have a podcast, uh, a new moon webinar uh, for that because it's it's probably one of the more action-oriented moons because the new moon takes place on Pluto station. Also, as we head towards the 6th, when Pluto stations to turn direct, we know the five days before, i.e. October 1st, we're going to be really feeling Pluto stopped in the sky. And he's going to stop, and you know, that whole song, slowly I turn, step by step, inch by inch. Uh, that energy, as Pluto slowly turns to go direct, we're going to really feel him. And then right behind him, Saturn turns direct on the 10th, 11th, depending on your time zone. Uh, and he stops, and he turns direct. So we have, you know, in the outer planet station in turn, 
they give us a different perspective, but they also say, hey, the time for renovation is over. Now we're moving forward to the next chapter. Ready, set, go. And then I will tell you, this fall is going to fly because the energy is um, unleashing, unbreaking from the chain, breaking free, going into new directions. So it's a really, really powerful, really powerful setup for next week. And as Mercury retrograde happens, when your ghosts appear, go out and take the them. Go out to a great Italian restaurant and have wonderful food. We shared. It's, I always love going out with people that share their food. So we had kale salad. We had meatballs on polenta. We had fried squid. We had um, chicken parmesan with pasta linguine. We had risotto with uh, seafood in it. And we had... Um, gnocchi, wonderful gnocchi with this just delicious stuff. So it was delicious. And french fries. Don't forget the french fries. <laughs> it was a great meal. So, yeah, so have fun with your friends. Talk to your ghosts. Contact people if you hear from people you haven't heard from in a while. Or like me, I met all these people that I didn't know, but I got, you know, they know me because of the podcast. So it was really nice to get to know all these faces and go, oh, hi, let's see your face. Pull your mask down. I was pretending I was a TSA agent. So have a wonderful time. And when I post the Pluto return thing, I'll put it up on my website so, uh, or I'll put it up on Sendal or something like that so you guys can find it um, and download it because somebody was like, that was a great speech. I wish I had a, I wish you recorded it. I said I did record it. And uh, so hopefully the recording worked because it was Mercury stationing. But we do have an interesting Pluto return coming. Uh, and I did a lecture which I think is worth putting out there for everybody to hear. So anyway, have a great, 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 great week. Anna Ortley signing off from a lovely house up in Beth. Where am I? In? I think I'm in Bethlehem. No, I'm in Germantown. I'm in Germantown. A lovely house in Germantown with Ivy, who just got off the couch, and Remy, who is nowhere to be. Oh, there's Remy. He's over in his dog bed in the corner. So have a great week. Bye.